Howdy! Today on Desk Pop, we're talking about Black Friday. Are they deals? Are they steals? Who cares? We're talking about the movie Knives Out and how we feel about it. Spoiler, we both liked it. And we're also talking about Cats. The horrible abomination that shouldn't be, but is, and will be, coming soon to theaters. See you on the other side. Welcome. <laughs> this is Desk Pop. Yeah. single mom who works too hard and loves her kids and never stops i don't know she might stop never say never you know with gentle hands and a heart of a fighter she does have very gentle hands i'm a survivor welcome to the reba show fan podcast yes it's me reba brian and it's me, Reba Andy. And we're here to talk to you about our favorite country western singer, Reba. And the and the weird sitcom about her life. Yes. Um, that I never understood those. Um, like George Lopez, Everybody Loves Raymond, Reba. It it's like they're named the the same yeah. as but their lives are their show is very yes. closely inspired by their personal lives, but it's also different enough to where I'm like, is that, yeah, is this real? Like, it's like comic books, so it's like a pocket dimension that they're uh, having some one-off story in, except the story never ends. Well, so Ray Romano isn't actually a sports writer, but he's a sports writer in the show, and so that's like a distinction. I know, like, oh, absolutely nothing about that show. It's like. Yeah, it, it's sure like, but it was his brother a cop, and it was his brother actually jealous of him, like in the show, or is that just a gimmick for the or Reba? Uh, I don't think anything about her show follows her life. It's just she doesn't do anything musically or <laughs> like. Yeah, you're right. She just kind of. <laughs> oh, my first my first uh, introduction to Reba was through the show, and so then later I was like, oh she's also a singer oh yeah um and so that was a strange transition for me uh my mom's a big reba fan so i actually knew of reba before that and then she was a very passionate fan i shouldn't say that she wasn't passionate she was a fan of the show i don't want to overstate her enthusiasm uh she thinks reba's okay she thinks reba's all right uh (laughs) actually she hates reba she hates reba you found it you found me out (laughs) <laughs> you found the truth and by she i mean me me hates reba <laughs> me hate reba <laughs> i hate her yeah um you know i'm just gonna say this one quick thing that that is going to be mean um but she looks like a dr seuss character reba yeah huh what do you i don't understand she kind of has that thing where her her nose is kind of pulling on her upper lip just a little bit oh. where it's kind of like that, that arch that a lot of Dr. Seuss characters have. Interesting. I don't think I have ever thought that. Yeah. <laughs> just a passing thought. I, I never liked that show. Um, what? 
I never liked it. My sister is like one of her favorite shows, so we watched yeah. it a lot. Yeah. And their off-brand Ashton Kutcher was in it, and <laughs> and he wh- gets naked and Shameless. That dude. I was watching Shameless recently, and there's a whole like <laughs> naked scene of him. I was like, oh, good, good for him. Yeah. You know, wait. I'm glad he finally made it. <laughs> glad he made it <laughs> to doing nude scenes. And then barbara jean was just like oh i'm the dumb try hard but i'm also like you know when you get to know me i'm a really good person i just wasn't for it and then the actor went on to do the singing bee where you just listen to country music and then it was just weird for someone who doesn't like the show i will say you seem to know quite a bit of the lore i show uh, you know a lot of lore about reba i well I always try to give things the benefit of the benefit of the doubt and it I overthink things obviously so I know that if I say I don't like things yeah. I'm kind of prepared for someone to be like oh well you didn't give it a chance or you didn't you know how dare you yeah so I'm just like well <laughs> fuck you I want to watch every season of Reva and oh. then say I hate it oh. so anybody who really likes Reva can challenge me and I could be like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh... So. Yeah. Where's the Reba trivia today? I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> Kid. Uh, but in please... what state did the lights go out in? <laughs> oh no. I don't know if that was a real question. I'm it not is. gonna. It's I'm a not song. Gonna, I'm not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> the night the lights went out in Georgia. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I'm not doing. It's a Reba The song. music thing. I'm doing. I'm doing the show. So, Reba Andy, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing okay. We just had a very strange conversation yeah. um, about Reba, which is always a delight. Um, but not the show. I <laughs> Well, the show is just called Reba. I know. You fool. Um, but I stayed up until 8 a.m. last night, or I guess this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make my own. I'm going to be a DM for a role-playing game. Then I'm going to make up myself. I'm going to make up the lore. Oh. And then I just it... got really caught up in the political, like, I made the continent. And then I was like, oh, we have cities here. but You know, I'll... you don't need to remap, like, the geography if you want to do a Reba uh, Dungeons & Dragons game, right? Oh, man. Can we do that next episode? Okay. Can we have a Reba? I really want to do that. Yeah. Get, get Brantley up in here and just really... I I'll do want to be Reba. I'll be the DM, though, because okay. I, I know a lot about the lore. Okay. But we can get another person in here, and we could just really... We could just run a, a episode of Reba. And I'll be a fighter, because she does have the heart of a fighter. Yeah. She's also... I feel like she classifies as a survivor. Hmm. That's not really a class, though, but well, maybe well, a ranger. We can... <laughs> Some, a ranger fighter. Yeah, she, she has her crossbow <laughs> ready for combat. Rule initiative. Uh, she does have to have, like, one level in, like, uh, cleric or something because she does have gentle hands. Uh... <laughs> Later, uh, Brantley can be Barbara Jean, and at the end, um, you both have to fight. We all know. They yep. become friends in the end, though. Yeah, yeah, yep. You both have to fight. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, what what sort of game were you working on? Tell me more. Um. So. Did uh, you have a car? The placeholder. 
No. The placeholder name for it is uh, it's called the World of Tin. Okay. And basically, how is that tin spelled? I'm curious. T T I N. Okay. Um, it's very literal. Uh, everybody in the universe is made out of metal. Um, you're all like the Iron Giant. You all kind of look like that. Um, and there's different machines that that have different functionalities. So you could be a lumber guy and you have like axe hands and you can do all the, your machines built for, you have all these different classes and the overall plot of it is you're in this semi kind of post-apocalyptic world. Everybody's a robot. Uh, everybody kind of lives, uh, in this robot society thing and your character goes off into the woods cause trees actually, trees still exist. Um, and you actually find a carbon-based life form, which is a scruffy dog. Um, and it is now your objective to take... Kill it. Yeah, just kill it. You're supposed to take the dog up the mountain um, to someone who has like ancient texts who knows more about this dog. Uh, and a lot of people are like scared by it because it's like nothing like people have ever seen before. And there's like a group of people who are trying to kill it. And there's other groups that are like trying to capture it and like, you know, do whatever, what have you with it. Um, so yeah, that that that's what I have so far. Okay. I have I've mapped out a couple different cities. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm actually gonna finish it. Okay. But it's just nice to get those creative juices flowing, you know. Yeah. Whenever I feel a uh, project, I've got to gotta smear some creative jelly all over the bread. And sometimes the peanut butter doesn't come, but sometimes it does. And there's a fully finished idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I, that's what I was working on. <laughs> and Black Friday's also treated me very well. And we'll, we'll, we'll go into that in a second. How are you, Brian? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Uh, Black Friday has uh, also treated me well. Uh, I have made it out alive. The hordes of uh, consumers did not uh, smash me into the ground, or they've been toning it down. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's more. sad. <laughs> Bring back the Thunderdome, please. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's been a pretty chill Thanksgiving weekend. I spent some time with some family. I ate a lot of bird. Oh, did you have your did you have your real Thanksgiving? I did have real Thanksgiving, yes, with my with my stepsister at her house and the rest of my family. It That's was good. good. It was nice. It's good. Yes. 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 And it is good. It is I would say it's good. It is good. <laughs> Not everyone has that. As Yoda would say, you know, it is good. <laughs> you know? From, you get it, you know, from yeah. stars. Yeah, whoa. That was good. Thanks. As okay. Reba would say, that's the night the lights went out in Georgia. Fancy don't let me down. Whenever you really like something, you're like, that's the night the, light <laughs> that's the, the lights night. went out in Georgia right there. <laughs> Yeah, lights just went out in Georgia right there that, <laughs> when you tell. said that. That was that was a good thing you just said. Yeah. <laughs> how good? Yeah. Yeah. How great? How how good would something need to be for the lights to go out in Georgia? Uh. 
how good? Well, I'd say I, eight and a half out of ten and above. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's actually like a murder mystery music video, which is very interesting. Uh, you'll have to watch it on your own time. Isn't that the? Is that the song that starts like I don't know the lyrics, but it's like. <laughs> i think so yeah because the general tune of that sounds like the song in the brave little toaster when the cars are singing and they're like and you get (laughs) great covers of both these (laughs) lovely songs yeah i don't know lyrics but the cars are all getting killed and they're singing about what they used to do before they get before they got yeah, killed. Yeah, that you could do a remix where you put them to both put them together. I had a remix idea this morning. I do want to share with you uh, Christina Aguilera's "Fighter" mixed with uh, the Street Fighter "Indestructible" song. Uh, there's some there's some beats in there that sound pretty similar, and I think they would mesh well together. How does the Street Fighter "Indestructible" song sound like? Uh, indestructible it's it's good okay but there's a there's a few riffs that like they kind of share and i think the general spirit of the songs uh is like about you know fighting and like yeah overcoming obstacles and such so i think they would work together well the the only indestructible song i know is the disturbed one i think i think it's disturbed it's like indestructible no take a look around while you're alive i'll play it for you in the break we'll, we'll listen to all these on the break yeah let's just so we're gonna have a link at the at the <laughs> description of a playlist with every song with the word indestructible in it yeah <laughs> you can choose vote below which one's your favorite yeah. <laughs> which one would you like to see mixed with christina aguilera's fighter yeah. let me know <laughs> please send us an email and we'll definitely get back to you uh yeah duskpopcast at gmail.com yeah, we'll definitely email you back we respond to all our fan letters yeah yeah definitely so black friday it's better than why it gotta be black what yeah let me just stop there that's a good rupaul rupaul joke uh anyway why because because she makes that joke often that's why she makes black friday jokes (laughs) yes she loves consumerism (laughs) you know that makes sense you know it's really nice to it's 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 really cool to to see people who are passionate about things and consumerism you know yeah you know, imagine if that was your thing, if you just really like consumerism, like of all places, like, thank God. Thank you God know, you you're... live at this, this time in this, yeah. this country. Yeah. The commercialization of holidays is just, <laughs> this is a gold mine for all sorts of, you know, sign me up, get that $40 rebate on the, on the Don't forget really to nice blender. You're, you're, they never get yeah. back to you with the money. Like oh, I've, really? I've done the rebate, I've done rebates three separate times oh. i fill in all the little things and then i send it off i send it off and do all that and then i never got oh. anything back i'm just like are these scams or i feel like you should have followed up i never did i i'm not i'm not that kind of person I'm i mean just that's like, shitty oh. of them to not right yeah. i i just figured it would maybe it was like oh we're gonna oh well you technically didn't fill out this like tiny little hidden thing are you sure they didn't like credit your account or credit your card back at all or anything 
Um, to my knowledge, no. Okay. I don't. I don't it don't seems strange. Gonna... Yeah, it was. It, it was weird. I just thought it, maybe it was like some sort of like genie thing where they, there was like some hidden thing that I missed. Yeah. But I felt like you know I'm a I'm a decently I'm an average brain powered person. Like I felt like I filled the form out right. I'm not. Yeah. You know, there's three separate times. Yeah. And so, like, by the third time, I was like, okay, well, I did this two other times. So, this time, I'm really going to take my time and, yeah. like, yeah, nothing. Speaking of, like, odd uh, purchasing situations, uh, I bought something on Black Friday from Corsair's website. Uh, some new RAM for my computer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I checked out, and I, I wasn't logged into my account, but I typed in... Like the email, I typed in an email address very specifically and a couple other things, all my information. Uh, I paid for it. Uh, I submitted the order and I received zero email from the the website. And that was strange because usually when you purchase something yeah, online, yeah, you get like the confirmation. You pretty or immediately, some that, most, most yeah. places. I've never seen it not happen. Um, I did a, I looked on my card statement and it had, uh, been purchased uh but i still had no email or anything like that um did you get like a confirmation number on the website itself i wasn't paying attention because i figured i would get an email so i don't even think i have the screen up anymore uh but i looked up this issue when i go to google something usually i type in reddit and then my whatever issue it is yeah so i typed in reddit you know corsair no confirmation email and it's just a thing that they do they just don't i mean people are like say like oh i still get my product and like all this stuff and like uh there's been a couple cases where like the product's been sold out or something like that and so they had to like cancel the order and then rebuy it and it i don't know i'm hoping that it'll just arrive at my doorstep in a couple days and i won't have to think about it uh but that that ever that presence is on my mind of the lack of email. Interesting. Yeah. Very so interesting. So what what is your what's your Black Friday haul looking like? Okay, so tell me. Um Spotify recently did this deal. Yes. Where if you or Google did this deal where if you're a Spotify member and you have the premium and it's not this and it's not the college student account, then you get a free Google Home Mini. Well, luckily, I was dumb enough to not have the student discount enacted on my account. Yeah. So I got my free Google Home Mini. Then I immediately switched to the student thing, which saved me money on that. Yeah. Uh, and got my Hulu and all that other stuff. Uh, and then I got my Google Home Mini. And it's great, and I love it. Um, and it turned me on to technology like that. So on Black Friday, I got another google home mini so you're horny for technology now yes um just to be clear so i got another google home mini and then i got a google nest hub which Mm -hmm. is basically one of the home pucks thing but it it has a screen on it yeah i thought Uh, about getting one of those too it's so cool because it 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 hears everything Um, it hears all it hears everything (laughs) and then it suggests things to you that directly correlate with your interests which is great um, I I uh, uh, openly accept um, my you know the corporate overlords 
um i'm pretty docile with stuff like that like disney buys fox and I'm like oh hail the the great ones anyways uh it, it recommends like it gave me like a list of recipes that are like three steps that you can make with an air fryer and then it gave you picture diagrams and like videos of like each step and i was just like hell yeah this i'm gonna make some smoked salmon tonight (laughs) uh yeah so i got that um i got myself a new headset which is working wonderfully uh, for this um it's it's great it's the Tascam 300x how's it feeling you're wearing it now it's it feels comfy. It feels yeah. a lot better than what I've been using. Yeah. Um, I've been using like a gaming headset that wow. I just repurposed to this. What a real gamer. But this is like, <laughs> I feel a lot more professional now. Um, but I wanted the 200X because it was like, oh, it's $30, but it's regularly 100 And I got there and they were like, oh, we don't have the 200X. We have the 300X for the same. It's worth like 100 something. And it was worth... Uh, or it was three or thirty dollars day of, so yeah. I got I just got like the up, free upgrade for the same price. It was great. Nice. Um, and then I also got a gaming computer. Uh, I by Power was running some deals, so I I custom built a PC on their site, and uh, I ordered it um, at a discount. So I'm pretty happy with what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be looking at Cyber Monday, but I probably won't. Yeah probably won't be getting anything i'm pretty much drained now but what did you get um so i bought a lot of clothing on black friday not and i mean i did not leave my home to purchase anything this is all strictly online ordering yeah uh i bought a lot of clothing a lot of you know shoes pants uh I bought some RAM for my computer. I bought a year of web hosting for unlimited sites. Uh, a couple other things. That was a smart. That was a, a yeah. smart move. I probably should have done that. Yeah. I'm. I'm. A, I'm upset that I didn't do that now. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So you didn't. You didn't go out to any stores though. No, I, I did think about it, but the the amount of stuff I had to do, like I had family stuff still to do. and Oh, yeah. I also just didn't feel like it. Like, I just, the thought of going out to a store was like, ugh, I don't want to, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready for them. Yeah, I uh, I always go to Target. Yeah. So I, I rushed into the Target and got all my stuff. I think Guitar Center was pretty chill. I just did it, the actual Black Friday itself. Because most places open up at, like, 7 p.m. Sure. on Thursday. And if you're not there right when they open, then you're not getting a TV or whatever. <laughs> you're um, not getting a TV. Oh, no. You're, yeah. Uh, or at least you're not getting one at a good discount. Um, but I went to Target, Guitar Center, and then the rest of the things I got were online. But yeah. Yeah. Black Friday always gives me a great excuse to just skip out on family stuff. Oh, really? Like, I don't. I don't like I, I'm not a huge fan of most Thanksgiving foods. I like ham. Uh, that's that's about it. Um Yeah, we've already and, established you you absolutely abhor Thanksgiving. You hate it. Yeah, like my stomach's the size of a ping pong ball, so I'll eat like four bites of something and ping I'm like, pong oh. ball full of ham. 
Yep. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm full. And now I have to sit here and listen to everyone talk about sports. And yeah. Yeah. So Black Friday is just a great thing of like, oh, well, I always do Black Friday, so I got to get going. Bye. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I can sit at home and do all my Black Friday shopping online and then kind of waltz into Target a little later yeah. in the night. But yeah. So Black Friday is the way to go. It's a way of life for me. That's good. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. Yeah. Uh, but once you're once you're eating the ham, right? <laughs> um, you uh, get the knife, the knives out of the ham when you're done. You know. You do. You do generally do that. I you think I've take seen a couple out. times where they do leave the knives in. Yeah, but you got to take the knives out. Ah, <laughs> uh, sometimes they just leave them in, though. Which is the name <laughs> of the movie? Yes, the movie we both saw on Thanksgiving. This is what happens when yeah. I'm when I'm in charge of the transitions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, definitely didn't put the lights out in Georgia, but yeah, it got it got the job that, done. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? So we both saw Knives Out. We did. Um, so this is. Frozen 2 will wait until Frozen next two week. Frozen waits another day. Fro- we've waited our whole lives to see Frozen 2. We can wait. <laughs> our whole lives. We can, um, you know. I'm 12. <laughs> so we... <laughs> so we can wait. What, what's yeah. uh, what's another week? Yeah. Um, but we both saw Knives Out. And we did. I really, really liked it. I think... What is your off the top? Let's do like a quick number review. And then we'll move, or number score, and then we'll move into, like, non-spoilery bits yeah. and then spoilery bits. So, I think this is a, uh, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm judging it as a mystery movie. Um, and the mystery is enticing enough to keep me, uh, to bring me back and look for clues in the very beginning. Um, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really yeah. good. I would give it a 10 out of 10 because it's, it's exactly what I want. You know? Yeah. If I'm if I'm giving that score like to someone else, I might give them like, oh, it'll probably be a nine out of ten for you. But for me, it hit everything I wanted. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, I, it definitely. So put the light out in Georgia. You know, the lights <laughs> did go out. Oh, the lights know. did go out. There uh-huh. was a murder. Yes. Yeah. So it, I think it definitely turned. <clears throat> it did its own little cool thing with the genre of. Uh, it gives you the answer to the mystery immediately. That was the thing um, I, I enjoyed a lot. It not you know not the whole thing, but it gives you like what you would expect them to be solving the whole movie. They show you in the in the first couple minutes, or you know, for the beginning of the movie, yeah. and then they move into like they kind of work backwards for a lot of it. Yeah, um, which was cool, and I loved that. I think they um, announced they were working on a sequel. Um, but it was going to be like the Sherlock Holmes novels where yeah. the only character who would be coming back would it'd be Daniel, Daniel Craig's yeah. detective and it'd be a new thing, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, yeah. But all the characters are really great. great. Yeah. And it's also just really weird to like Chris Evans is just embedded as Captain America in my mind mm-hmm. and seeing him as this like, oh, I'm a jerk and Shitty, I'm super yeah. spoiled and yeah. all that was really interesting and you can always tell that everyone in the movie they were all playing games yeah and i really liked that uh everybody had like a very unique character to them yeah that was great 
I guess let's give a quick synopsis, like, before we discuss any further. So, you kind of, the very beginning of the movie, it's established that uh, this young woman, uh, Anna DeMarcos? I forget her name. I'm horrible with names. Yeah, she she is a nurse slash hired friend for this very rich writer uh you know he's gotten older um his family doesn't see him very much uh so she's kind of his friend and she hangs out with him she gives him his medicine stuff like that um and his very large estate uh so he has this very cool eccentric house um and i don't even know where to go because i don't want to spoil it so now i'm like how do I? Yeah, I can't. I don't think there's a way to really explain yeah, it without spoilers. Without spoilers. So I'll put a spoiler mark here. Okay, so we're gonna there's go into spoilers. spoilers. Like, right away. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're if you don't want spoilers, then that's all you get to know about the movie. Yeah, you should probably. The nurse works for a rich ahead. writer in yeah. a mansion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, the uh, a nurse inadvertently uh. Well, we find out that the the rich guy had been murdered. Yes. Um, that, that's throat, kind of the, one of the opening shots. His yes. throat has been slit. Yes. He's dead. And the nurse, along with um, all the family of the writer who had recently been at his home for his birthday party, uh, have all been called into the, into the mansion for uh, interviews. Um, it is a police investigation. Um it had been ruled as a suicide, right? But somebody had secretly paid um, one of the world's best detectives yeah. to solve the murder, solve the mystery. Yep. So this detective is really, really picking at everyone, and yeah, this is uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, LeBlanc, Benoit. Yeah, I think something. Benoit LeBlanc or Beignet. something. Yeah, <laughs> Benoit LeBlanc. LeBlanc. <laughs> He's got a very thick foghorn leghorn like drawl that they kind of make fun of the whole movie which was funny i like that it was very eccentric everything about the movie was yeah yeah um but he uh eventually deduces that um murder has happened uh murder is a thing it was not a suicide like originally thought yeah so upon uh further you know the movie continues a little bit and then we start to find out that um our main character that we've been following this whole time, the nurse, uh, actually killed the the rich guy. He she uh, accidentally switched the morphine and his uh, regular drugs, yeah. um, resulting in him having an overdose. Uh, and she was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I accidentally killed you! Like this sucks!" And she didn't have the right. Antidote. She's very upfront with him, like when it happens. She doesn't do this and like hides it from him which is a very like important part of the story she's anytime something happens she's very clear like i you know i'm very sorry she's very honest like yeah we need to call the ambulance like they might be able to get here in time like that's our option right now so this writer guy was like oh no like i only have 10 minutes i'm gonna die don't call the ambulance like i'm gonna make this look like a suicide and i'm gonna give you all the things that you need to yeah. make this look like you had nothing to do yeah. with my death to save you. Yeah. Uh, because her, he, her mother's uh, undocumented 
and that's a big piece of the story that's why uh she's like i don't care about myself like you know whatever and then he's like but what about your mom like you know and yeah what about your family you know so oh also he's a murder mystery writer so yes. he was able to come up with perfect alibis and perfect yes. steps that she could take to make it look like she didn't uh she had nothing to do with his death which i thought was re- relatively like an, a neat thing like it was relatively believable because you have like if you spend your whole life writing mysteries and stuff you could probably figure like you could probably be like okay here's what you would need to do to like yeah yeah um i think it's really interesting how you had almost the victim working against the detective yeah um trying to make sure the detective didn't figure it out you did um so he gives her these steps she takes these steps um, allowing us to like, oh, no way she killed him. Yeah. Uh, well, now we know that she did. Yes. She's trying to hide it, but she's also well, physically incapable of lying. She and and just to be clear too, before we move further, she didn't kill him in the sense it was that an accident. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. He slit his throat, so he lays down. Even though he has like this, he's overdosing on morphine or whatever. He slits his own throat, which, I mean. We'll, we'll continue, but he does yeah. the final action yeah. and kills himself. Yeah. The uh, the last thing that he does once he gives her the plan is he gets lays down on the bed and he slits his throat. Yep. Um, anyway, so it cuts back. She's physically incapable of lying. If she yeah. lies, she throws up. Yeah, which um, was like an interesting... It's like a court. Yeah. You know? um, which definitely... So the detective is wanting to stick right next to her. Yeah. Because since she's so close to the victim, mm-hmm. she knows a lot and she can't lie. So he knows that he's constantly getting the truth. Yeah. So you have this guy who's kind of on his way to find the nurse as, you know, the assailant. Um, and then you have the nurse who's trying to conceal her, you know, doing the deed. Yeah. Uh, she's along the way, like they're looking for footprints and she's like walking ahead so her footprints are all over and like yeah it's a really interesting dynamic yeah um well we the movie continues and a family uh his will uh in the in the writer's will he gives everything to the nurse which pisses off the family Mm -hmm. so the family starts working against her in order to either frame her for the murder oh yeah yeah or threatening her um so that she gives the estate back to them, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, one of them eventually learns of uh, what really happened. And one of the, yeah, one of them kind of rescues her, quote unquote, from the rest of the family. They drive off the estate. She shares everything with him. She's like a hundred percent honest. This is what happened. You know, I'm really sorry. Um, y- you know, very, very honest the whole time. Um, she can't lie. She'll throw up, but basically he's like, okay, I'm going to help you. I could, I could turn you in and get my cut of the inheritance, or I can help you still get that. And you'll, you know, screw over the rest of my family, which that's what I want. Cause he's an asshole too. Yeah. Um, so you continue on, they're looking for clues. Um, then you find out that someone knows that she's the one who did it or she's the one that switched the me- or you know accidentally switched the medicine and uh she's getting blackmailed essentially um 
and I let me know if I'm skipping ahead too far, but she has to meet someone at a certain time and place. Yeah. Or they're going to reveal this toxicology report that they have. Um, and when she gets there, it's the housekeeper who I, th- and this is the only part of the movie that kind of breaks down a little bit for me. The housekeeper that's been injected with morphine, like she's kind of Is dying. she the housekeeper? Yeah. Fran or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was a little confused about that because they're not 100% clear. Yeah, about I thought it. she was just a family member. She's a housekeeper. Okay. And, you know, there, there's a very important reason why later. Um, but anyway, so she's she's overdosing on morphine. Uh, and basically, it sounds like she's blaming uh, Anna. What's her name? Marta? The nurse. Marta. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like she's blaming Marta for murdering her. Yeah, she's and, saying, you did this, you did yeah, this. Yeah, and she's like, oh, my God. And so for a brief moment, you think Marta's going to be like, like, leave her. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But she calls the ambulance. Uh, they get to her. They bring her to the hospital. The detective she, the detective and Marta are in the waiting room. Um, I think by this point, she's already told the detective everything. Yeah. So she's told him the entire story, you know. I accidentally switched the medicine, all this stuff. Uh, she has the, 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 uh, housekeeper also tells her that there's, uh, a copy of the toxicology report in her stash, which later she figures out where that is, finds it, shows the detective. Um, and when Marta is about to apologize to the whole family for killing this, killing their father, killing their grandfather, the and she's gonna give them back the you know the money and the house and everything yeah the detective cuts the cuts her short and says no 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 don't give them anything come with me real quick he's like the toxicology report says everything's normal you know what i mean he and he's like so you didn't you weren't gonna kill him with an overdose because he didn't have any in his system and she's like, what? You know? And, and it, that's where it starts to unravel a little bit. Yeah. that's He has his uh, My Dear Watson moment where yeah. he, or his Velma moment where he. Yeah. I think he does call her Watson a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He, he goes into this Sherlock Holmes-like <clears throat> monologue of how he solved the mystery. And it turns out the family member that she had confided with and was working with um, actually set on a separate occasion uh, snuck up and switched the medications. Yes. So the morphine is now in the regular medicine section, and the regular medicine is now in the morphine bottle. Um, and since she uh, was so used to muscle memory and kind of knowing the weight and the yeah. consistency of the medicine, uh, without looking at the bottle, she just picked up the correct bottle, however it had the wrong label on it, Yes. injected him, looked at the label... It was like, oh my god, I I'm gonna kill you. You're dead. You're you're gonna die in ten minutes. I yeah. gave you the wrong thing. Uh, he kills himself because he they both thought yes he had the morphine, but in reality he was totally fine. Yes. Um. So when he slits his throat, um. Uh. It appeared as though it was a suicide, though 
the family member wanted it to be a murder yes so that um he could frame the nurse mm-hmm. so she wouldn't get anything yeah because he knew that she was going to get everything in the will yes so he put money in an envelope and anonymously hired that detective to find the murderer hoping that he would find the nurse guilty yes um well, the family member's like, oh, oh, and then also the Fran who died yes. was actually saying, Hugh did this because his ni- the guy's nickname is Hugh. No, his real name is Hugh, and he makes oh. the housekeepers call him Hugh. His, okay. And so his, his, his middle name, I think, is Ransom, and so everyone calls him Ransom. Okay. But his, for his name is Hugh, and so he makes all the housekeepers call him Hugh. Okay. That was the, the the story point of why she was calling him Hugh. So she was actually saying Hugh did yes. this. It's not you did this. So he basically is like, oh, well, the only witness that you have that yeah. I killed, you know, is dead. So you yeah. don't have anything concrete against me. I'm going to get out of it. There's nothing you can do about it, whatever. Well, uh, the nurse gets a phone call mm-hmm. and then tells him, oh, well, the well, she's alive. She made it, so... Mm-hmm. She's willing to testify against you. Yeah, she's yeah. going to testify. And then he's like... Uh, uh, what What is he saying? He basically, he, he admits to it. He admits to that part of it. Uh, and he's like, well, whatever. Um, I'm already in for this, so why not too, basically? And so he grabs a knife off this set piece that's like this knife donut. He grabs a knife and goes to stab her and it's a fake knife and it kind of references back to the beginning when the uh writer the grandfather of this guy was like yeah that guy doesn't know a real knife from a fake knife or he says something like that prop or, knife, it's yeah. important to know the difference between a real knife and a prop knife that's that's what i always say or something and so uh he goes to stab her with this prop knife. well before that happens <laughs> though he admits to yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to kill her then she throws up in his face, yes. revealing that she did, she in lied. fact, lied, and that she was dead. The housekeeper is dead. But so. they did record him admitting to the murder, so yes. now they got him. And that's what then he grabs the, the knife. Rage, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you see him get hauled off into you know police custody, and you see all these little moments with the family start to wrap up, which we'll get into in a second, I think. But uh, basically, the last shot is so wonderful. Oh yeah, the, in the mug. In the beginning, when she's ca- she's carrying this mug to uh, her, you know, boss essentially, she made him breakfast, and or she's carrying it to him at least. He has this mug that says "My house, my rules, my coffee," and in the last shot, because uh, he left everything to her, she's the family's down in the yard, and she's up on the uh, up on this like a uh, patio on the overlook thing. Yeah. And she's drinking out of this cup. And so she has the bottom of it covered. And you just see it's a my house as she's like taking a sip, which was really good. Yeah. It was, yeah. The movie was just really good. And there's yeah. also lots of like smaller moments with the family. Yeah. There's a lot of there. subplots. There's yes. an affair going on. Yes. All this other stuff. Um, but that was the main plot. It was really good. The mystery was just. Yes. It, it's. I loved it. And I. I i would watch it again just to yeah. watch it like i really enjoyed it i'll definitely be watching that um several times afterwards that's yeah that's the type of movie that 
um, a year from now when I find out a friend of mine hasn't seen it, I'm going to be like, dude, you have to watch yeah. it. And then I'll put it on and I'll yeah. watch it again. Um, but it was just super good. And I can't believe that this was directed by the same guy who well, did The Last Jedi. So I like I had a thought about that, too. Um, I'm not sure if he wrote it either, like as well. I'm not sure. I don't know. But the thing about that is... I do feel like he probably had more freedom on this project than he probably does on a, like a star Wars movie. That makes sense. And so that's my thought process is, you know, especially cause Disney has their hands in it. All these other people are very invested in star Wars as a property. Um, there's probably not a lot of freedom in like, and I don't know, I'm just speaking, you know, this yeah, is all conjecture, yeah. but I would imagine it's, it's much tighter reins on a project like that. And it's probably harder to make something you're proud of and you want people to see. And so, I don't know. I know. I, I I have seen almost every Star Wars movie that's come out. Actually, all of them that have come out, especially recently. Um, and I can't say I've noticed a big difference in quality between any of them. I know that's probably a shitty thing to say. Uh, Solo was awful. I did feel that way. That, okay. But everything else I thought was fine. You know? Um so the last Jedi, I think, <laughs> I'm gonna. I always say I'm gonna make it short. And I never yeah. make it short. You got two minutes. Tell me what. Okay. The reason I don't like this movie okay. is because of these three major plot points. Okay. Poe Dameron inadvertently kills a whole bunch of people and suffers no consequences for it. Okay. Um, they're like a huge portion of the movie is spent on this gambling planet that had no relevance to the plot whatsoever. And then three, the, the first movie in this new trilogy was all about creating questions. And when the movie ended, I had all these questions and I was like, man, I can't wait to see all these answered in the next movie. Like it gave me a lot to speculate on a lot of, a lot to think about and digest this movie. It nipped all these questions by being like, Oh, raise parents. Like, they're, they're fucking nobody. Snoke? Oh, well, he's just dead. Doesn't matter. Um, uh, Luke's lightsaber? Just toss it off a cliff. Jedi's? Like, destroy destroy all the text. Don't worry about it. Um, I get the point, uh, but it's still just... It didn't give me any new questions. So once this movie ended, I'm like, why should I watch this new movie? All these little arcs that were started yeah. in the first movie all came to it an end i mean yeah but i mean i think the the main thing is like you want to see how ray's and kylo ren's story ends right i mean that's that's at least what i would imagine yeah but they didn't really indicate like what's next for them both yeah like it's just like yeah i'll get to see what happens to them but it's not like you know at the end of the first movie ray finds luke's lightsaber and finds luke and hands it to him and it's like this wow i have years to talk about what's going to happen and now it's just like Oh, is Ray going to be evil? I don't know. That that That's really the only plot point. So it's just right. kind of like, it's not exciting to... I, my thought, and I, I know I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit, but I'm assuming this is like when the first one had been written, so had the other two, or at least yeah. they had been, the plot points had been written out. Um, and I would imagine the first one does probably open all, all these things and the last one might be like might give you a lot more closure on those things but maybe they didn't really think about that in the you know the second one yeah like the middle one is just like cuz he can't really start anything new and he can't really 
give like great closure to things in the middle. You know what I mean? There, there's there's a lot of hard storytelling aspects I think there. Well, I feel like the middle movie needs to be this because so the last one is the most popular. People are gonna watch the last one because yeah. you know it's the last one. The second movie needs to be a bridge from the first one to the third one and yeah. act as this like. But you don't know if it, it is yet. You know what I mean? It's like this. Oh, you're it's yeah. supposed to build hype for the last movie, like really set uh-huh. things into place. So when this last movie starts, you're like, oh, I've been looking forward to this yeah. because, you know, because they did like they killed off a bunch of characters and they off they didn't provide any new information. The characters didn't learn anything new mm. about anything to stop the empire they were just like oh well we beat them in this battle and we're gonna figure things out um and you know maybe that's what they wanted they wanted a somber toned out but it's just like i don't know i it just didn't feel like yeah i i can understand those criticisms but as someone who spent my whole life like hating things for no reason and like recently stopped doing that uh, not to say you don't have reason but as someone who spent a lot of time hating things, I feel like you should wait to, you should reserve your judgment on that one a little bit, like reserve a little bit more of it until you see the whole product of all three of these movies. Um, and I know that's, you know, if, if you're going to argue, I, whatever, you know, whatever you yeah. say, if, if there's, if you'd rather view them individually, that's fine. But how I would see it is like, maybe when you watch all three together, it makes it it will help alleviate some of those issues in the middle i hope so you know um, you never know it just like the main thing i'll say yeah. with that is even with like the prequel trilogy the regular trilogy you yeah. know watching the middle movie of both of those like i can watch those movies by themselves and i don't yeah. get upset you know i actually recently <laughs> watched the second the second movie of the prequel trilogy and like yeah you know it has you know jar jar and all other stuff but like you know it it stands on its own it's kind of its own little adventure or whatever um force awakens i can watch that again and again and again um because it you know it's really intriguing but i'll never watch the last jedi by itself it's just like watching this watching everyone fail and then there's this huge epic side track that doesn't lead and then you have this like oh phasma who is she what what's like this is a really cool like dead um who's snoke dead all these cool red guard guys like dead like on the plot's about to go somewhere quick kill them off uh yeah i guess i just don't feel that way i don't i I just i don't know the uh the aesthetic is by far like the best part about it is just like that that what is it the salt planet they were at where Mm -hmm. it was like all white but then they were like making those red straight Ugh, that was really cool and the red guards they look so cool and then you know, they one of them had lightsaber nunchucks or something, and it was just what, um, yeah. So speaking of movie abominations, there's one looming on the horizon, December twenty fourth, I think. It's one cats. more quick. They also put Marvel. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> they also Marvelified it too, where God, Star yeah. Wars never had that like campy, witty, like back and forth humor of like, oh, let's make a joke here. And they did that with this movie. Okay, sorry. Okay, well, I mean, cats. that's just what's popular. I mean, that things like, are going to change. Well, that's, not everything needs to be like Marvel. Not everything's campy 80s anymore. You know what I mean? Things things have changed. Well, you know, not every movie has to Style have like campy, funny, 
I know. It's just like I don't think it so needs to, to, but that's me. that's just like that's a studio saying, "Oh, we know this is really popular. You should have some of this in there." You know. And yeah, it's just so like. Yeah. It's such a weird. I would just say there's a lot of hands in the pot when the on those movies, and so whether it goes good or whether it goes bad, I don't think is is inherently on one person. Yeah. Is kind of my main point. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and, and I, I know that's not what I, you're saying. I agree, I agree with that, yeah. But I, I would say, like, maybe it would have been a worse movie had he not done it. You know what I mean? Maybe he salvaged what he could out of it. Or yeah. maybe the opposite. Maybe it could have been better without him. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And so. I'll, I'll definitely... Because uh, <laughs> I, I know you're a very rational person, so I know that's not what you're saying. But I've seen people argue those things, and that frustrates me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, I think... You, you just hear that word, and then I'm like, oh, he directed yeah. that movie, and it's just like... Well, there's people who have been review-bombing this movie for that, which I'm like, get a fucking life, you yeah. know? Yeah, review-bombing is weird. Like, It's so... Watch the movie. So fucking petty, and like... It's funny, because we're about to... Yeah. So, Cat. So, Cat. Cat looks so fucking this bad. This movie we've never seen looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm... So... Uh... So do you want to tell me what you told me earlier about them? So apparently the uh, the director has come out and said that they are going to start um, discussing some character redesigns. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't seem like it was going to be to the extent of the Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. redesign, but it was going to be something like costuming, maybe putting more clothes on the cats, etc. Um, and then actors started coming out talking about the backlash they've received yeah. and a lot of them or and i think ian mckellen was like yeah we're not it's not like the lion king we're not normal cats we're supposed to be people who resemble cats so people need to chill but also you know well two main main points to that one why not just make them regular cats because i yeah. feel like that would be way yeah. more interesting and two maybe you wanted to be people that resemble cats but now you end up with these unholy abominations <laughs> that need to be killed with fire. Yeah. Those... I think that's the problem is I, I have a couple like points I want to hit on for this. One, I think they've definitely seen how positive the reaction to the new Sonic the Hedgehog redesign has been. Yeah. And I think they want some of that free marketing from that. Um, you know, whether, to, whether or not to say they're really genuinely going like, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate how they look and change it or whatever i think that they've seen now the the potential success i'll say because sonic hasn't come out yet yeah but the potential success of a redesign um and how that's it's been a ton of free marketing you know it's a essentially a free marketing campaign but the difference between cats and sonic um with sonic there's a clear view of like what I wanted him to look like yeah, and what they made. And for me, it was like, okay, this is what I wanted and it doesn't match up with what they've made and they've redesigned it. And that redesign now matches up with what I wanted with cats. There's not really anything I wanted to begin with. So what they made is a monster, like a monstrosity. (laughs) Yeah. And there's not really like a, a slider bar that you can drag it to like what I wanted. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, where does that slider go? You know, I, I guess it could be less monstrous. I guess it could be more monstrous. There could be sure you can edit things, but 
there's not really like a clear view in my mind that I'm like, oh, it'd look better if it just was like this. That yeah, I agree. There's not, and also just looking at the limitations of motion capture, they all they obviously have to remain anthropomorphic. Otherwise, they'd have to scrap everything. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to have these human shaped anthropomorphic cats. Um, I don't think they're going to make them look super cartoony. So that's yeah. like out um which i don't want that and you can't really take away the fur you know any of those so i don't know how you could change it other than putting clothes on them yeah you know um and so that's going to be the weirdest thing because now they're kind of advertising well i don't want to say advertising but i think they used the word redesign yeah so people are going to expect something people are probably going to be mad now you're going to throw yeah. a shirt on they're one not going to give them the sonic redesign yeah yeah you're going to throw a shirt and some pants on one of them yeah and be like this is a redesign and it's going to be roughly the same thing yeah um you know i don't know how much money it costs to put yeah. a digital shirt on a cat rig or whatever but yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going to be successful. I think that this movie... I think it will. I think the timing it's coming out, it's going to be a holiday movie people take their families to. I think I think what's going to happen is it's not going to make the money... Like, it's not going to make the budget back. I think it's I going it to doesn't. be... I think it's going to be a <laughs> flop. Yeah. But I think... There's no way it can with how many celebrities they have in there. Well, I think years from now, it's going to become a cult classic. Okay. I think people are going to come around to it once it's existed for three to four years. And once we've gotten to be like, wow, I really like this. This is great. <laughs> you know, uh, I love this movie. It's going to be, it's going to be like the Cat in the Hat movie, where you do have big budget people yeah. in it, and it's horrible, and people don't like it, and then it comes back later as like this. Well, it was actually a black comedy the whole time, yeah. and we didn't know it, and you know. Well, uh, I don't think Cats is going to get that because I don't think it's supposed to be a comedy um i think <laughs> there's I th- probably comedic moments littered through i mean rebel wilson's in it so people probably appreciate the aesthetic and the yeah uh, what they were trying to do way more in the future i think i just i want it to be i guess i do have a it's not a clear vision in my mind of what i would rather them look like but it's a thought and the thought is like more of that campy practical effects like that kind of like look where it's really um 90s ninja turtles no but like how they actually look in the stage production like oh okay you know and and obviously like make it look better for the have you seen the into movie. the woods the yeah disney version with johnny depp yeah he plays the wolf and he's like he yes. has wolf-like features but he's yes. not in fur he has like the wolf ears and he has I like think the, so, yeah that'd be interesting yeah, I just it it seems like they chose the least creative solution and went full force into it. Like we'll make them cats and we'll make them people. And this is the blend of both of those things. Yeah. There there's no like there doesn't seem to be any creative spark that was like, okay, well they'll still say humanoid because that that way it's easier for the actors, you know. Uh but We'll, you know, we'll give them like really exaggerated uh, features or something like 
it's it's like a tiny human eyes and tiny human mouth on on a cat cat body. Yeah, that's it's strange. It's strange. It's yeah, it's weird, and just the <laughs> lack of like private parts. I want to see those big floppy cat. Well, leaders. it's just the fact that it's not there. It makes me feel like I'm looking <laughs> at a hairy Barbie. You know, it's just like just like smooth. What if they renamed the surfaces movie? Everything. Harry Barbie. Harry Harry Barbies. Harry Barbies. That's in the same font. <laughs> Harry Barbies. Um, yeah, I don't. I, but also like I don't give a fuck about cats, so yeah. I don't want to like passionately say, oh, they should just be real cats, you know? Because like, it, it could be this like high production value, like perfect looking thing i probably won't see it i don't like cats well the the thing about it and like i've always heard this saying uh the opposite of hate of love isn't hate it's indifference um and that's how i feel about sonic is like well i hated that first design because i love sonic yeah and i like i want to see like i have a passion there i want to see sonic look good i want you know and I don't know if the movie will be good, but I'll still see it and I'll still support it. And and I'm very thankful that someone has listened to, yeah, you know, p, you know, fan base and and changed this. And I think it's great. Um, however, with cats, yeah, it frightens me and it disturbs me. Um, but ultimately, it's indifference. I I don't hate it. I just don't care enough about it. You know. Yeah. Eh. I just I'll see it because I think it's funny. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not watching. <laughs> You're that. not gonna spend money on it. No, I don't want to see it together. I don't want to support that. <laughs> we got we got like to. they made that, <laughs> and I don't want to give them. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same. What what was it? Was it was it Joker? You're like yeah. I don't I don't want <laughs> to give them my money. I'm not giving cats my money. Yeah. You know, fuck that. <laughs> um, I don't want to. Don't ever do that again. Don't ever. Hey, you Stop. made a mistake. <laughs> hey <laughs> don't ever do it again what what is it paramount don't ever do that again come on taylor you're better than this <laughs> i don't think she is i think she deserves more i think she wanted to be in cats because she I, likes oh, cats I think, so much i think she wanted to be too i did she I think wanted she, to be the feature i think she song. really yeah. wanted to be in <laughs> she dealt yeah. with all this to be in cats she dealt um, with all this. <laughs> she yeah. overcame adversity Describe a time when you overcame adversity. <laughs> Taylor Swift starts writing about the Cats movie. Uh, man, oh, the dedication. Yeah. Imagine I w- like filming this movie and yeah. you're really proud of your work that you've done. And then you look at that first trailer. Because like you don't know what it's going to look like. You're in a yeah. motion capture suit. Yeah. So you see you see the trailer and you're like, oh no. What oh, have they, they done? done? Yeah. I cannot believe you have done this. I... Yeah. It's like being know. in a group project and you like <laughs> give all the information and then you're not in charge of making the slideshow so you get yeah. this like really shitty mm, my name's on this. Thank it you. Just, like I said, it just seems like there's a lack of creativity which is unfortunate. Um, I do think I'll enjoy Rebel Wilson not not oh, for no. like the not for the right reasons. I think it will be so uh, one of those like so cringy, it's funny to me kind of things. Uh, so I'll I'll do a super cut of just all the Rebel Wilson parts and show you later uh, after the movie comes out. But yeah, 
just seeing her scene in the trailer, I just don't think it's going to match any of the other tone for the movie, and I think it's going to be so funny. I I appreciate cringy comedy, but yeah. I can't, like... It's like Kevin Hart movies. Um, like, every movie that he's in, it always has, like, these kind of... It, it's not funny, it's really cringy to me, Yeah. but there are so many people in the theater that are laughing unironically that it makes me cringe even more, and then it's uh, yeah. just not enjoyable. Yeah, th- that does take the... It sucks the... Because it's like... The uh, last they're... remaining bits of actual comedy. It sucks it out because people are like, he's at Fort! <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Or like, oh, oh my god! Oh, he's so short, and he was yeah. hit by a car. He went yeah. flying. Wow. Yeah. Or like, Dwayne Johnson is so much larger yeah. than him. Like, that. those dynamics are yeah. funny. Uh yeah, if if I saw Cats and I saw the Rebel Wilson parts, I'd be in a theater full of people who are like, ha, 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 ha. And then yeah, it wouldn't be enjoyable wouldn't for be me. Actually funny, I'd have yeah. to watch it by myself or with <laughs> a group of like. Silence. <laughs> I'd have to watch it with like a group of people who yeah. also find yeah. that kind we'll of We'll laugh yeah. for the right. We'll laugh for the wrong reasons, but they're the right reasons to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. We'll do a yeah, viewing party. We should do a viewing party we'll we'll pirate it we'll pirate it and do a viewing party yeah and we'll stream it on desktop <laughs> <laughs> all right so start start your start the movie in three two one all right we're starting we'll do a live live stream i'm pretty sure there's podcasts that do that i'm sure i every time let me i know we're probably gonna wrap up here in a minute every time i talk to someone about the office podcast uh which i started listening to with jenna fisher and angela kenzie because uh, I do enjoy The Office, and I think they're they're fun. Um, but every time I've mentioned this to someone, like someone who's also interested in The Office, uh, yeah. they'll be like, well, I thought it was going to be like you turn on the episode and play the podcast at the same time. Every single time. Like three to four people have told me this, and I don't think I've ever experienced a anything like that and i i'm I'm very curious why they think it's going to be like that they give episode reviews of every episode but you don't start and start the podcast at the same time that would be strange to me yeah that is weird how would you like got that idea yeah well i mean there are things um like youtube videos where i know like direct uh what what do they call them the on dvds and stuff you can listen to director's commentary yeah Yeah. well they they started their youtube videos where people give commentary for movies and they're like okay we're starting they give they give you a countdown you press play um so i'm sure there's podcasts that do it but that's Hmm. such a weird like because i know the people you're probably talking about yeah and they're all in the same social circle yeah so yeah one of them yeah. probably spread this information to the others, but Maybe. I don't know like I I how will say a my interactions like spreads my interactions with them. It's it has been several people that I know don't talk to each other, okay. and so that was the interesting part to me because I would have thought the same thing, but I don't know. I just I've never heard of anything like that. I mean, I get that there are there are videos and things like that that you're talking about, but I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Um, it just seems like it's such a niche thing. Like, and and everyone has been disappointed that it hasn't been that too. Like they want that. I feel like if they did have that, they would. They definitely wouldn't partake in it. 
You'd be like, oh, I don't want to have to start the episode and yeah. figure out how to. Yeah. Like, how do I play them both at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, that was just my interesting tidbit. All right. Well, uh, I think. <laughs> well, it it was all the time we had. I, I think, you know, I I had to um, use my my what is it Herculean strength to to really hold back the rest of my last Jedi stuff that. I don't know why, because Star Wars is not um, a huge fandom I'm a part of. <laughs> I was going to say, you kind of surprised me a little bit. Something about that movie just really infuriates me. Like, I don't... Yeah. And what's weird, the the most ironic part about it is, I saw it, like, four times in the theater. Yeah. Because I was like, maybe I didn't... You gave it all the money. It's like, maybe so I they did... said, ah, yes. Maybe I didn't get it, you know? Let me watch yeah. it again. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I think I'm just crazy. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it is know. universally like they're like anyone that's a fan of Star Wars does hate it. And I'm, you know, speaking very generally right now. Yeah. Because uh, like I said, I don't I wouldn't consider myself a Star Wars fan, but I would say that I watch everything. And, like, yeah, I don't consider myself a fan either. I haven't watched The Mandalorian, but like anything that's like a, a movie, like I'll go see. Yeah, it's like a theatrical. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it, that's, it's just so weird to me. Um, I'm not a hardcore fan. I, uh, yeah. I'm a consumer of popular media so i'll watch all the if that's it's, on his business card too andy <laughs> rob consumer of media consumer of media if it's easily accessible i'll watch it yeah um how do you have so many hours in the day i feel like you have more hours in the day than an average person it's uh, i'm surrounded by screens <laughs> you so just have something going on all of them i usually um i'll have movies playing at all times while I'm doing work. So there's always something going on. And also when movies come out in theaters, like that's whenever I hang out with friends, the first thing we, we go to the movies and then we hang out. Yeah. Or like we hang out and then we go to the movies, but like there's never a hangout session there's that I have. Always with people. a movie. <laughs> we always go to the theater. It doesn't matter. Like, so both of those things combined. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, Real quick before we end, what was the name of that movie that you were talking about and you almost spoiled in there? Almost spoiled. A couple in days there. ago. You're gonna tell me more about it. Me and Christos were sitting in the other room and you started to talk about it and you were like, Oh, do you care if I spoil it? And I was like, Yeah, actually I do. Um I remember you saying that. Think it had Adam Driver in it? Oh, the dead don't die. That one? Was yeah. that it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go watch that later today. Yeah. It's was, it was such a weird movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's where we'll end this. And with that, I bid Let's you adieu. Let's reference something that we... All right. Good, uh, goodbye. We'll, we'll talk about Frozen 2 maybe next week. Yep. So please stay tuned. And so I'll be here. Stay frosty. <laughs>